Blessed Sunday to all of you, dear friends. You are tuned in to OLMC Sunday Best. This is a sharing of the Bible study group from the parish of Our Lady of Mount Carmel, Wan Chai, Hong Kong. Join us now in reflecting on this Sunday's liturgy for our life's nourishment. Good day, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the second Sunday of Advent. Let's recite the collect together. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Almighty and merciful God, may no earth and clean the inner those who set out in hate to meet your Son. But may our learning of heavenly wisdom Gain us admittance to his company, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. So, for those of you who are joining us online, the first reading is from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 11, verses 1 to 10. The Second reading is from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans, chapter 15, verses 4 to 9. And finally, the gospel as we are in the new year is according to Matthew chapter 3, 1 to 12. The second Sunday of Advent is very much a continuation of the first Sunday of uh, Advent. Last Sunday, if you recall, we were preparing ourselves for the second coming of Christ, which gave us all hope, which is the theme of the first Sunday of Advent. We continue the theme of preparation in the second Sunday of Advent in the theme of love and harmony. It is what God will restore into our lives and into this world. Before we, I read this first reading, just to give you a little of a bit of a background, you will hear of a tree and a tree stump uh, called Jesse. And who's Jesse? Jesse is actually the father of King David. Exactly. So keep, keep that in mind. So it's from the same lineage as David. But as you know, the Davidic kings um, led to a lot of chaos in Israel. And Isaiah refers to this same tree called Jesse, but the stump of the tree, so the origins are the same, for a new Messiah. So same lineage, but a new Messiah. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. On that day, a shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse, and from his roots a bud shall blossom. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, a spirit of wisdom and of understanding, a spirit of counsel and of strength, a spirit of knowledge and of fear of the Lord. And his delight shall be the fear of the Lord. Not by appearance shall he judge, 
nor by hearsay shall he decide, but he shall judge the poor with justice, and decide all right for the land afflicted. He shall strike the ruthless with a rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. Justice shall be the band around his waist, and faithfulness a belt upon his hips. Then the wolf shall be the guest, a guest of the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid. The calf and the young lion shall browse together with a little child to guide them. The cow and the bear shall be neighbors. Together their young shall rest. The lion shall eat hay like the ox. The baby shall play by the cobra's den. And the child laid his hand on the adder's lair. There shall no harm or ruin on all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the Lord, as water covers a sea. On that day, the roots of Jesse, set up as a signal for the nations, the Gentiles shall seek out, for his dwelling shall be glorious. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You see some very interesting images. Um, the child, a helpless child, being in harmony with a cobra, mm -hmm. uh, and the various other imagery. And this is what the coming of Christ is supposed to bring along with uh, with him: harmony and love. I'm sure a lot of you can associate with. Um, the injustice, the sadness um, that we feel that we are experiencing in this world today. The coming of Christ, which is uh, what Isaiah is saying to us, will wipe away all these tears. The new leader that Isaiah is mentioning is obviously uh, Jesus. Uh, the focus is on renewal of what we are experiencing. He wants to bring back harmony and love into our world. He writes of this new leader, um, Jesus. Um, it's the coming of first coming of Jesus because we're still in the Old Testament, who will be God's agent to bring back love and harmony. And also at this stage, Isaiah is telling the Jewish not to rely on the Davidic kings. Um, they have been caused, the cause of a lot of chaos and God's new Messiah uh, will be the new leader and bring back harmony and love. In the readings, you'll see that, as I mentioned earlier, you have predators, living in harmony with grass-gazing animals, um, kids not fearing snakes, cobras and snakes at what? Uh, 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 cobras, are, are they're not fearful of that. And guess what? Garden of Eden was like this. Everything was in harmony. 
it's just um, unfortunate that things have become the way they are as we see them today. Uh, War-torn, conflicts, fear, a lot of poor people living under uh, unfortunate circumstances. At the end of the reading, if you, rec uh, if you recall also from last week, the first reading spoke also of a holy mountain. And we do see this imagery again, God's holy mountain that he's going to bring back. God also promises that the Messiah, Jesus, will work with, a, with a God's spirit to renew harmony. And you also see that as a continuation of this restoration of harmony and love, God's, uh, John in the gospel will tell us how to prepare for Jesus' plans of renewal. For as we prepare for his second coming. Let me add something here. <clears throat> like the first part of the reading, the mention of the Spirit of the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord. I don't know what uh, are you reminded of with these words, no? the Spirit of <clears throat> wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and of strength, the Spirit of knowledge and of fear of the Lord. Anybody? These are the we had confirmation last Sunday. The <laughs> Congratulations. These are the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Right. right? Actually, one thing lacking here is the piety, but the piety is really fear of the Lord also. And it's yeah. the well, it's, 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 a, it's a Greek translation. Yeah, and, uh, and it's said twice, huh? the fear of the I mean, Lord. The fear of the Lord recorded twice. And yes. therefore in the Greek translation, the Hellic text. They chose another word, and that's piety. Yeah. Yeah, so yes. that's we have. We have seven. It's a brain, brain yeah. enforcement. To, yeah, because uh, I think to, to uh, make it more outstanding. Yes. Than, yeah. the Beautiful, highlight. no? Yeah, the yes. highlight. And and the, all the levels of reality. You kept on mentioning that the harmony among the right. different animals. And the human beings. Yeah. And then the, the figure of the child. I said, my God, what a figure here. <laughs> they really put that most helpless. Well, and also most innocent. Yes, yeah. yes. And then put the extremes. The extremes. Yeah. The most helpless, the most innocent, with the most, which should be violent yeah. and deadly and dangerous. So, well, that's, that's the after the... Um, the um, the fall of the first parents. Right. I mean, at, at the very, very beginning, I mean, if you read the Genesis chapter yeah. one, chapter two, you know, I mean, the, the, the animals, nice. the animals do not, That's I mean, right. actually did not even need at that time. I mean, uh, in, in returns, okay, the lion shall eat hay like right. the ox. Yeah. That's Genesis chapter two. Mm -hmm. nice. so, yeah. Uh, we'll go back to the... Uh, it's a recovery. Yeah. yeah. The restore. Restoration. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Frederick mentioned it already, the figure of uh, Jesse. Yes. In, in fact, that's why you realize what is the stump. The stump is the remaining part of the tree, the tree when you yeah. cut it. So the, it's like the old Israel cut, but then there's the stump that remains. Yeah. 
but that stump is not dead. No, it's not dead. It's no. not dead. No, it bears new roots. So in the end, in the, the the last part of the reading, on that day, the root of Jesse set up as a signal for the nations. The Gentiles shall seek out for his dwelling shall be glorious. So the the whole figure of the promise, the restoration is there. It's, it's a very beautiful reading. Yeah, when you read it tomorrow, whoever is reading it at last <laughs> tomorrow, please do it very slowly yeah. and meditatively so we can really imagine the beautiful scenery, the scenario. Okay. So, Sister, mm -hmm. uh, who wrote this? Isaiah. Isaiah. This is first Isaiah. Yeah. Well, anyway, when you... Chapter 11, still the when, Isaiah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the, the original Isaiah. Isaiah. Not Isaiah 2 or Isaiah When you study the Bible, they said, actually, that is not really very clear there, but they said there are three Isaiah. Yep. <laughs> there is the Isaiah during the Babylonian exile. Right. But then there's the Isaiah also, the second and the third. Well, uh, the school, the school, the, yeah, school. the disciples of, of, of Isaiah, mm -hmm. and so they have a certain certain vision. Yeah. Uh, but like the first part, really, uh, Isaiah 11 and Isaiah 9. Isaiah 9 is always read during Christmas times. <laughs> so it's very beautiful. Read Isaiah. And we will be the, 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 the angels, uh, Messiah. Now let's go to the more... Uh, well, how how do you call this? This is really not a threatening, but this is a very challenging reading. The gospel reading. Okay. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. John the Baptist appeared, preaching in the desert of Judea, and saying, "Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand." It was of him that the prophet Isaiah had spoken when he said. A voice of one crying out in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. John wore clothing made of camel's hair and had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locusts and wild honey. At that time, Jerusalem, all of Judea and the whole region around the Jordan were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. When he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce good fruit as evidence of your repentance. And do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God can raise up children to Abraham from these stones. Even now the axe lies at the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree that does not bear good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I am baptizing you with water for repentance. But the one who is coming after me is mightier than I. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand. He will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into his barn. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise wow, that is uh, <laughs> very powerful. <laughs> well, um, 
I, I would like to call up the image of the of the last part, which is about the the wheat and the yes, chaff. Yeah. Now, let's think about it. Okay, wheat and the chaff separated, right? But before that, before that, the shaft is just like a, some kind of a, a crust, you know, surrounding it, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, to separate the two, the wheat, you know, from the shaft, that is repentance. All of us are sinners. I mean, as St. Paul said, okay, all of us, I mean, everybody's seen, okay, we, you know, uh, we have, we have, um, um, somehow diminished God's glory. So Christ comes here. Of, of course, there are horrible, I mean, images that say the axe is the root or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really beautiful. But let's think about it. Every tree is a rotten tree. Unless you repent and produce good uh, fruit, right? That would be I mean, what does that mean? Which means you 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 are you are able to do shame, okay? All those bad things you have repented, and therefore your action, your speech, or everything, okay, produce good fruit. So we are the trees. So I mean, well, I think basically all of us were were good trees. At the beginning, okay, when we were born, the baby, you know, all right. However, I mean, throughout our life, we made mistakes, we made wrong choices, and then we have bad companions, etc., etc. So we became rotten. So through repentance, okay, we shade all those things, just like just like we, you know, shading off the chef, then we become. You know, pure wheat, right? Right. And so, in the end, okay, for those who are able to, you know, to shake, then, okay, of course, it's, just, uh, it's in the barn. But uh, what about the, the chef? Will, will, there be, will there be wheat in which the chef is, is not able to, you know, to, to be getting rid of? Probably. There's still some, well, we have to pray for them. They have their own difficulties. Somehow their heart is hardened for whatever reason. They are not letting go of their ambition, their anger, their bitterness, etc., etc. There might be people still demanding justice because, you know, they have been taken advantage of, they have been exploited, and then they continue to demand until the very last breath of their, their, their life. Well, I don't know. Perhaps these are people which are unable to get rid of, taken, uh, to, to, to cast away, you know, the, the, the outer crust. So. Yeah, because I was, I, I, with what you're saying, I remember Pope Francis said, okay, the sinners, they can still repent, but the corrupt ones, he kept on saying, you know, Pray that you don't get corrupted. Yeah. This corruption will be very, very difficult to change, to change course. Yeah. Of course, nothing is impossible with God. No? But, uh, <laughs> okay, with God's help, God's mercy, 
you will be able to you know help us you know, get rid of to to to, to take off these dirty clothes, right? And we become a new member, you know, white and clean. Why is it difficult to uh, get rid of corruption? Change from a corrupted person to the nice one. Why? You, you know uh, that <laughs> because it seems really corruption works at the very internal part of the person. Yeah. You know, I don't like really to judge, but like the the mafia, the mm-hmm. mafia system. So when I was still in Italy, they were saying, right, start yeah. at the baptism of the babies. They already give the guns as the gift. Yeah. They, <laughs> meaning to say they are, they're shocking to us, no? but it's already implanted in the system of their lives, violence, revenge. So sometimes it's really unthinkable, but there, there is this. I mean, that's why you have uh, all It becomes this. a second nature, yeah. so, so, so to speak. Like I, I was following a news on BBC about parents who are the ones promoting the pornography, that's, using their children. I said, well, that's how can that be? beyond belief. I mean, those are corrupt. I mean, it's yeah. examples of corruption. Which is so difficult. How do you take it out? Yeah, because it's different than just using money or stealing. It's just rotting at the core of the person's humanity. Yeah, the core. The core is really corrupt. Rotten. And and the words of uh, John the Baptist here is very strong. Yes. And he was talking to the religious. Yes, the Pharisees. Yeah, yeah Pharisees and Sadducees. Yeah. But so, all these are self-righteous, self-righteous people. Yes. What have I done wrong? I'm keeping the law. Yeah. I'm, I'm knowledgeable of the scripture. I'm an expert. Blah 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 blah. And then, you know, but uh, they, they they are not aware of the fact that their heart has been hardened yeah. by all these. Um, good things they are doing. I think one way to look at it is that the sinner knows they have done wrong because the line is drawn. With someone who is corrupt, they will yeah. redraw the line every time. Like, okay, it, it's it's okay this time. Uh, it's okay to give a gun for baptism. Let's just redraw the line because it's, dang- it's a dangerous world. Next time, we don't have to have a baptism in the church because it's too dangerous. Or the, the line of right and wrong becomes blurred and redrawn every time. So you just justify your sins uh, as you commit them. Yeah. Uh, it's just working at the person. Yeah. Right. Sometimes yeah. I don't even think that the line's gone for them. Yes. yes. After that point. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. So uh, you see here in this reading, John the Baptist does not uh, excuse anybody. No. <laughs> Everybody is at the point of being judged. No? Uh, the imagery that he used here is really, even now the axe lies at the root of yes. the trees. So the image really, so see yourself. No? The axe is, a, is now raised at the root of the trees and, and look at yourself. No, the, the call to examine ourselves and really to plead for repentance because repentance is really a gift 
Repentance is, is not simply a change of heart. Mm-hmm. There must yes. carry actions. Yeah. Yes. Okay, That's without good. action, this is meaningful. You can see here, yeah. that does not bear good fruit. Yes, yes. It's the bearing. Yeah. Yeah. bearing. I'm attracted by repentance because you get power from God. And you, only with power from God, you can change. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. That's right. The openness of the heart, right? Yes. And uh, uh, there's also one line here from uh, John the Baptist uh, defining who is this one. Because he can, you see how many people are following him. He could have pretended and even have the illusion that he was the Messiah. But he said, no, I'm not the one. So it's a very clear understanding of who he is. At the end of the reading, no, he said, For the, but the one who is coming after me is mightier than mm-hmm. I. I am not worthy to carry his sandbox. So I guess also there, uh, the, the need to, to realize no, who you are, humility. No? And humility is not uh, depreciating yourself no. or selling yourself short, but it's just really knowing who you are. Who you are, what is your mission in life, what is the Lord asking from you? Yeah. John knows very yeah. well. Yes. And the right positioning. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. we may become carried away, mm-hmm. and then we suddenly we we it, well without knowing it, we, we, we take the place of Christ. Yeah. His vain glory. Yes. In the life of uh, John the Baptist, he was very clear. When, when Christ was already emerging, he said, he must increase, I must decrease. Yes. Yeah. So, so he, he knows this position well. Yes. So from here, we go to the second reading. Yes. So Teresa, please. <laughs> Position yourself, Teresa. Brothers and sisters, Whatever was written previously, it was written for our instruction that by endurance and by the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to think in harmony with one another, in keeping with Christ Jesus, that with one accord you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome one another, and as Christ welcome you, for the glory of God. For I say that Christ became a minister of the circumcised to show God's truthfulness, to confirm the promises to the patriarchs, but so that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. As it is written, therefore, I will praise you among the Gentiles and sing praise to your name. The word of the God. Thanks be to God. Now, may I ask you your attention here. What is the word that is uh, repeated maybe three times? Did you notice that? There is one word that is repeated. Gentiles? Mm, No. There is... Glorify. Glorify. Yeah. Glorify. No? In the beginning, the, with one voice you may glorify God. And then welcome you for the glory of God. Yeah. And then but so that the Gentiles might glorify God. Right. Do you 
But they, they said in, in the scriptures, once you see a word that is said more than twice, that means it is uh, the, the word frequency is a sign how important right. that is in that reading. Okay. So even if, <clears throat> let's say, we are being brought back, because it says here, whatever was written previously was written for our instruction. We are being reminded of what we have heard no? in the past. Yeah. This is uh, St. Paul to the Romans, so he's still talking about the Old Testament. Yeah, What we have heard, you know, what we have seen. But then he said, but all of this <clears throat> have a forward-looking projection. Okay. And that is so that we can glorify, with one voice, glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And how do we do that? Well, it was already mentioned from the beginning, that the harmony that we need to recover. And the word he used here is welcome one another. As Christ welcomed you, again, for the glory of God. You see the difference, uh, I mean, when we are in a community, for instance, normally what comes up is the difference, the differences among us, right? So it becomes very challenging to welcome one another. I guess that is in any community, in any family, any group of people, you know, the the spirit of hospitality, of welcoming is very, very difficult. We have, uh, for instance, no. When I when I talk to our Filipino group here in the parish, sometimes you have so many ideas already. And, oh, that happened to you because of this, because of that. I have really to, uh, how do you call that? Stop that. <laughs> Put that aside, or just bracket that one and say you have to listen to give full hospitality. Listen to their story without prejudice. So how do you do that? How do you do that? Because no? here, uh, Paul was already talking to two different persons. He's, he's uh, telling the story of the Jews to the Gentiles, Romans or the Gentiles. Yeah. So he has to put in harmony two groups. said, Jesus, or Christ became a minister of the circumcised, meaning the Jews, to show God's truthfulness to confirm the promises to the patriarchs, as Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Jews, Israel, no? but not for them only, but for the coming people who would hear the good news. Therefore, so the end of that is another paraphrase of glorify. Therefore, I will praise you among the Gentiles and sing praise to your name, which is what we're doing in every celebration. Praising God's name. And, and sometimes even in, in our church, I realize is, uh, there might be some who are not yet Christians. They are just attracted right. by the gathering. I notice this, and I am becoming more and more aware now. That's why in Holy Giving Communion, I'm yes. very careful. Right. Oh. Because there are some who might fall in line there, thinking that it's open to all. And yet, when they receive the host, they do not know what to do. It has happened to me twice already when I was giving communion. So he said, oh my. So I really have to be, you know, our church is so open. Yeah. When some people look for a Sunday celebration in the net, 
you know, just uh, find out which is here in in Hong Kong side. This is the first one that comes to their to their website. Yeah. Yes, and even for those who are looking for a place where they can be welcome for the RCIA for the reception of the education for sacraments. This, they said because some of our students were like that. I said, how did you find us through the net? So the welcoming part, you know, is very important, but it's also needs discernment. Discernment. You know, the education. I think they, they want to come. Yeah. They they want to learn about the faith, but we have also to be ready how to share that faith. You know? That's a big, big how you challenge on our part. Yeah. So, so tell me the difference between glorifying God and praising God. I, that's why I said it's, it's like a paraphrase. They're the same. They're the same. Glorifying God, praising God, singing to his name. Therefore, I will praise you among the Gentiles and sing praise to your name. It's like mm-hmm. another way of saying you know, mm-hmm. glorify God for his mercy. Because you see these words in prayer a lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Eric, you can invite our participants now. Oh, absolutely. Um, for those who are joining us online, feel free to uh, unmute yourself. Um, if you have any questions, any thoughts that you want to share, um, a great set of readings uh, yes. is in mind, very much in mind with the theme of Advent, of preparation. Um, the love and harmony that it brings, the Christmas season brings to us. Uh, God is saying that he will renew and bring to us forever. But as you heard from the gospel, drastic changes needs to be made. And it needs to be made starting with yours truly. (laughs) Repentance. Um, And only that way can we receive this love and harmony of the Christmas season. Do you like to share? Hey, sister. Uh, first of all, I am a sinner. And we, uh, yeah. 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 He is also a sinner. And we also repent. But my sin is lighter than his sin. Why? <laughs> <laughs> There are things, there are cases like this, like remember what was it, mortal sin and venial sin? Yes, God is forgivable, forgiving always. So, whenever we will reach there, so is it, it's always mentioned that the measurement that God will use during judgment will be the same measurement while you are in the here in earth. Yeah. So they're telling that you, because your sin is more than mine, you will stay 30 years in purgatory. <laughs> Me is 10 years. <laughs> what kind of this kind of... Uh, <laughs> what did you study in your theology? Right. <laughs> this kind of things. I always hear this kind of... Uh, well, look, um, remember, Jesus tried to speak our language and then we don't I mean don't forget I mean he's God and um, for him there is no 10 year one right year. right he is eternity yeah and therefore of course I mean for us it is it, uh, we 
to a certain extent, he, we invented yeah. the concept of purgatory because we we need this concept. Right. We need this concept. Purification. Right. Because in the end, there's only heaven and hell. But before the end of the world, and we pass out. So what happened? They're already dead. So let's go. Whatever. Okay. Fine. They end the eternity. Already. So somehow, um, uh, of course, I mean, in our, in our daily experience, okay, for example, we time to go, okay, we have a lot of Vietnamese coming to Hong Kong, right? Mm-hmm. So they have to be gathered and wait and wait and wait until oh, yeah. the you know. processing, yes. Yeah, I remember okay, that, so, yeah. well, you can think about this as a kind of uh, processing center. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is like a processing center. But of course, I mean, God, God doesn't need, you know, yeah, just like the time think of the, of the finger, I mean, it's already processed. <laughs> what what he's saying, Brad, maybe is that yeah, when we said you go to purgatory, actually God already decided that right. you go to heaven. It's yes, just that yes, yes, yes. so you can tell your friend whoever is that judging you, we all go to heaven. And then the time that it will take us to go there, only God knows. <laughs> Never mind about yeah. judging time because never mind twenty years. Yeah, one hundred twenty years. No, is the time element no, is only no in no concept of time. Because you know yes. we, we have to pray the souls in purgatory yeah. Yeah. to let them go up. Yes. So that's why this is how I think about it because oh still still there we have to pray <laughs> still still there. Go up. Oh, this is the thing that uh, I used to other people. Yeah. Okay. Then you can also maybe re-educate that. Uh, as we're saying here, time element is only for humans. Oh, oh, but nice. God is God who decides about the time. <laughs> because he has outside. no time. Outside yeah, outside. Right. Beyond time. No beginning, no end. This is for yes. our understanding. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. I, I remember yeah. when you said that... Uh, the the standard of judgment God is we don't know. Yes, yes, exactly. Even if Saint John the Baptist says here the axe lies on the on the tree. Right. But you know <laughs> it's human language. <laughs> it is it's a very you know sharp image to give us warning. I mean, what yeah. else can 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 we wake you up? Okay, right. only with these images. Yes, okay, yes. if you refuse to wake up, okay. Okay, I, I I give up. Okay, God will handle you. Okay, not you. <laughs> the shock effect, uh, <laughs> the shock effect of the words of men and men. Okay. Anyone That's else uh, from the uh, online community that want to share your thoughts? Feel free to um, unmute yourself. Bernice, Percy, Benedicta, and yes. Ress. Percy, you want to sing God's praises? This is the recovery. Yeah. I am just listening, sister. <coughs> yes. Yeah. Thanks for joining. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. There. I will pray for you. Huh? Yeah. So, there is nothing else from the group here? Or just the concept of repentance. Repentance, yeah. Does it also mean the type of recognition that I've done? Yes. I guess this the, the that is the starting point. Repentance starts with recognition of what you have done and your need to return. 
Uh, repentance, which is also uh, another word for conversion, no? I think in the Old Testament, the word conversion is physically it's a return. The Hebrew word shub, return, no? Turn back. Ah. Okay? So before you can do that, you have to recognize. Yeah. Like if you remember the prodigal son in yes. Luke 15, he came into himself. No? And then recognized. Came to his senses. To his senses and yeah. recognized he has a father <laughs> and right. he is wallowing here in, you know. So, first thing is really recognition. Yeah. Thank you for that. No, no, it's just. I think for me, is that speaking of repentance, I think um, it's pretty interesting in relationship with the chef because I think uh, even when we repent, let's say we realize our fault, but then I think. I don't know. Uh, the more you repent, sometimes the more you realize what are the underlying feelings towards that repentance. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So maybe like when I listen about the chef, and also I think I really agree with um, how corrupted heart we just like keep pushing the boundary of the mm-hmm. lines. It makes me realize that um, maybe that's why like we actually really need God to realize or to be saved because. Without that, like we keep digging and we keep realizing that maybe under the underlying is there, there's still chef there. Or... Yes, yes. The ego is still so strong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. And sometimes they said, uh, you keep on going back to your sin, so it becomes like uh, too much. Or how do you call it? The very, uh, those who would like always to confess without end. <laughs> They said you're being scrupulous already because the center of yourself is your sin. It's not anymore God. It's always you are just repeating and repeating. You know that, Dikono? There are some people I have really to stop. Wait a minute. (laughs) Because you you have just fallen fallen in line last week. And now you are. I said. Be careful, I just said, be careful. Just be careful. Because it's sometimes when you examine yourself, you exa- you are so hard on yourself. No? You want to be very, very clean. And then sometimes you use that same thing to others who are not very, very clean. <laughs> and so it becomes a vicious cycle. Okay, so thank you for pointing that out. Thank you. Okay. Any other thoughts or comments before we uh, recite the responsorial song? Okay, so if uh, Rex, if you can lead us on to the responsorial song. Responsorial song. Justice shall flourish in his time and fullness of peace forever. Justice shall flourish in his time, and the fullness of peace forever. God, with your judgment endow the king, and with your justice, the king's son. He shall govern your people with justice, and your afflicted ones with judgment. Justice Justice shall flower in his days and profound peace, till the moon be no more. May he rule from sea to sea, and from the river to the ends of the earth. For he shall rescue the poor when he cries out, and the afflicted when he has no more, no one to help him. 
he shall have pity for the lowly and the poor. The lives of the poor he shall save. May his name be blessed forever. As long as the sun, his name shall remain. In him shall all the tribes of the earth be blessed. All the nations shall proclaim his happiness. Justice shall flourish in his time, and holiness will be forever. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May the Almighty and merciful God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you. Thank Thank you for tuning in to OLMC Sunday Best. Please join us again next week for another episode. Have a blessed Sunday, everyone.